Okay, sorry about that. I see the gremlins are out today. All right, in the middle of this, uh, right towards the end here, you know, the grab your popcorn and snacks, yada, yada, yada. My camera unplugged itself somehow, magically. I, I think my ghosties are real active the last couple of days because things have been going missing and then coming back, going missing and coming back. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Charlotte. <laughs> I'm on my face back. And I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you have a paranormal need or you think you might have a paranormal need, you can find us anywhere, Facebook, Internet. Just Google us and we'll just pop right on up. You can send us a message. California is a big state, so that's my first word of warning. And look at this. My hat's doing weird things today. Everything's doing weird things. There we go. California is a big state, so we may not be able to get to you right away. It may take us a couple hours, or if uh, the situation develops, we have uh, mediums and sensitives on on team that can call you and do and work with you remotely too until we can get out to you. Okay, so there's always ways, and one of the ways is on Facebook. And if you guys are watching from Facebook today, that's great. But if you uh, like what you hear and everything, and, and you haven't done so yet, be sure to hit that follow button. Let me get this. Ah, I almost missed that button. Be sure to hit that follow button. And uh, same thing for YouTube. If you're watching and you and you like what you see tonight and you haven't done so yet, hit that subscribe button because we're always looking for subscribers and followers. And like, you know, the thumbs up and like and hearts and all that. Show me some love. Show me some love. We'll keep the show going. Show Nancy and I some love tonight. Okay. You can also find us not only at YouTube and Facebook, you can find us on Twitter at Cal Haunts, and you can find us at TikTok at California Haunts, which is a lowercase. Plus, make it even better, you can find me on Instagram under, under the tab Ghosty Gal, and uh, that's all lowercase too. So we have a good old time here. I want to make a quick announcement. Is um, I'm going to be uh, starting the Patreon up, um, and it's going to be a more permanent thing now. I'll be, and uh, what I'm going to do with that is that, you know, I'm going to give you advance on some of these uh, shows that we're doing. Plus, if I do any pre-recorded shows, which I've been doing recently, you guys on the Patreon will get first look at them before anybody else does. That's the enticement of the Patreon. Plus, I got some paranormal books. When you reach certain levels with the Patreon, I'm going to get, give, get, I'm going to get you, you know, so, some paranormal books and stuff to read, too, as well. So um, I'm putting together some gifties and stuff for the Patreon for you guys. But the main thing is that when I do a pre-recorded show, you get early access to the pre-recorded show ahead of ahead of ahead of this show. So uh, that's going to run about four dollars a month for the Patreon, and that's going to you know that that'll, that'll help us keep things going here. You know, just keep keep the flow going, keep the equipment coming, keep all the good stuff coming. So uh, I'll let you know when that's ready to go. With Patreons there, I just got to get some videos going for that. At this point. Okay. Anyway, tonight, Nancy Mass is with us. It's casual Friday. You can see I'm rocking back and forth. La, 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 la. I made a cake for the first time in a while. That's all I can smell now is that cake. It's torturing me. It's calling my name. And I didn't make a big chocolate cake or anything like that. I just did a yellow cake, but it, it, it's torturing me. Besides, I got to lick the bowl. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to bring Nancy in. And uh, let's have a good time, guys, because that's what we're here for. I see Angela is in the chat room. Let me turn this up a little bit, okay? I'm going to, like, bring this up so I can read this. My studio is in my house. I have two I have two studios. 
I have two studios in my house. What you got? Yeah, there we go. I've got two studios in my house. One is uh, in the other bedroom where my mother used to sleep, and it's a uh, totally dedicated to photo and video. And that's the big studio where I can do people's portraits and stuff. If need be, if anybody needs port portrait work done, I I can do portrait work. I have all, all I have all the backdrops. You know, I can also do commercial photography work in there where I can do product you know product work. Plus, again, use it for video shoots like. For this, you know, when different things that I'm doing, and you're going to see some of the, some of those video shoots coming up here in a month or so. So yeah, I do have two. That uh, the other room is known as Studio A, and this is a big room too. This is my room normally where I edit. All the, I go through all the paranormal um, results, you know, from investigations and stuff. So there's like five computers in here, but I built my studio. And it's kind of funny. It's, it's a funny kind of story. I know I'm cutting into Nancy. We'll give Nancy extra five minutes on this for the show. Um, I built it in a closet and my, and my house doesn't, the closets aren't very big. So it's not like it's a walk-in closet. It is, um, it's just a regular closet. And I took the doors off and bought the necessary stuff. I, I took sound, um, sound in, in college, you know, to be able to do, um, concerts and stuff. So I know how to work those, all that sound engineer stuff, sound engineering. So I was able, based on what I learned in college, to build my own. And so I, I, I built it. And I'm thinking about, Nancy has suggested this too, that I should make a video of how I built the studio. Because it's really a nice little studio. It's really a nice little studio. I'm actually in the corner of the room, of the big room. This is, this is, the, this is the biggest bedroom in the house. So I'm actually in the corner of it. You'd be surprised, you know, how big my studio is. So yeah, I think it's a good idea. Okay, well, before we go start blobbling any further, now I'm going to give Nancy the extra five minutes because I've been blobbling too much. And uh, let's bring Nancy in. Hi, everybody. I'm good. I'm out of Happy. breath now. Go ahead. Huh? I'm out of breath. Go ahead now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Char and I have been kind of bantering back and forth. And she, uh, I've seen her house in the studios. And it's uh, very clever. Very clever. Um, I have a little bigger house, so I had a room where I put my front room furniture. So the front room has two studio, two computer sections. So pretty soon I'm getting ready to start my stuff and uh, collaborating with Char on how to do other projects, including maybe getting her to show you how she did a studio, which is fascinating. I love it. I love this stuff. So in college, <laughs> when I was in college, years ago, <laughs> I did marketing and business. Who knew I would be marketing business as management telephone company before I got into this? It all helps. That's God doesn't make mistakes. You know, you know, when you go through that, that that first semester of college, you don't know what you're going to be when you grow up. So you start <laughs> well, throwing stuff against the wall to see, you know, what, what you're interested in. Yeah, yeah. I took I, I took recording studio. That, that's what the class was. I was trying to remember you guys. Oh. I took recording studio engineering. Oh, I, I kind of had an idea. I like business. Um, mm -hmm. I, I was a telephone company employee. I hate to admit, I, I started in 67 and then didn't leave until I think it was 73. I went to Auburn, California. Um, and that's where I spent the next 12, 14 years and then left in 92. <clears throat> after relocating back to White Avenue, so be close at home. But anyway, uh, I like marketing business. And so I took business writing, marketing, um, design, credit card, uh, not credit card, business cards, and station. In those years, we had to design everything by hand. Yep. And I had to learn, and I really enjoyed it. Who knew it would work 
doing this business, I've, I, I do business re readings for people. I give them a lot of ideas and they say, how do you do this? And I, I says, my head just works that way. Who knew? You know, and then they say, how do you do engineering and marketing and do this? I says, <laughs> if I had that secret, I'd sell it to everybody for a nickel. You know, I mean, how do we do anything? And I just, as people say, I think you're not quite right. <laughs> but anyway, making decisions. And so that decision due to marketing and business and college and writing, of course, I never thought I'd write a book. I've done three. And I, as soon as I feel like maybe I have an audience, everybody, then that will encourage me to write the eight that I have lined up for the rest of my life I would like to, to write. But we have a kind of interesting, and this is along with your life, my life, everybody's watching, mm -hmm. is that there's such a thing, and I've questioned it forever. I have lots of stories. I can't tell them all. Um, is there such a thing as free will? Or are we just dropped on the planet and what free will we have? We exercise every day and bump into things and we get our life. And then we look back and we realize there's some synchronous situations that dominoed until the end result. And I kind of wondered that I've, I've struggled forever because when I do readings and people want me to forecast a business or however this works, I'll just remind me of a, a gal from Puerto Rico. I'll tell her story. I'm sure I've said this before, but I will mention again uh, her scenario because this is the choices that I've seen. Anyway, let me start. To, we get off track and I wrote my notes out. I know. I do we're want to talk. I, I know. I know. And I mentioned her name last time we were on, Carmen, and she called me up and we talked about the business. And I think she would allow me, a, a lovely lady, and uh, starting a business in Puerto Rico area. I want to go with free will per predestination. I'm using me as an example. It's going to be short. Um, I don't like always talk about people. And maybe sometimes we use ourselves. So one of the things I've always wanted to do, I've always had the bug to travel. And I remember my talking to my mother once and she says, I'd love to be in the car and not white, not covered wagon, everybody, she, her family had a car <laughs> and she always had her head sticking out the window and like a dog. And she says, I just always wanted my face in the wind. And, and I says, it's possible that it's hereditary because I'm the same way and I've been this way all my life. And I think there's something to be said about the, the wanderlust and wanting travel cross country and I literally have talked to people in every state, including around the world. And I can't take my car to England or Singapore or Italy or Malta, all these other places. But the United States is good enough. You know, women, we like the ice in the in the uh, iced tea and and a soda or what. We want to find the the restrooms easily. Speak a foreign language. Yeah, you know, I'll stay here. And there's a lot of things I've always wanted to do. And one of them was Coral Castle, and that's a fascinating study of a little hundred pound man who created blocks of 1,000 pounds, 10,000, 10 tons um, blocks and built a whole castle for the bride that never showed up. So everybody look up Coral Castle. So I'm in California and I have people in Texas and Florida. And so I planned maybe a, a week and I'll be there a week and I'll come back a week. And then I was typing up my notes and I says, well, what am I? And then it, occurred to me, oh, I remember when Larry and I went to um, New Mexico, and we went to um, uh, Roswell, and the town was so fun. And it made me remember 
a movie called Paul. I want you everybody to write that down. It's a, one of the best <laughs> fun movies. I've, and I have it, and every once in a while I'll get it out. And I said, you know, I would like to go back to there. And so I'm in Northern California. I'll get the maps out, and I will plan to go back to Roswell because when I went, it was like 15, 20 years ago. So it might have, you know, it's getting bigger. It had a wonderful little museum. And in the movie, please, everybody look it up. I'm going to tell you it's um, 1947 crash, uh, Roswell, New Mexico. <clears throat> and the movie is Paul and Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. And they are the ones that wrote the movie and actually took a cross-country trip so that they could put those um, experiences in the movie. So it's great. Seth Rogen, who is their friend, was the alien Paul. And Paul was the, the pilot of the crash in Roswell. And that's what it's about. He's trying to get away because his people are going to pick him up. Additional cast members of Christine Wig, W-I-I-G, Jason Batman, Sigourney Weaver had a small part, but it was very impactful. And other actors that you all recognize right off. And it was hilariously funny of human beings interacting with a UFO uh, alien. And I want you to, you know, it's probably being streamed or maybe it's on YouTube. I mean, I don't know anymore. It was 2010 or 11. Um, and in the movie, they talk about a couple of places that they visited. And I went, oh, I want to watch that movie right down. So I'm going to not go directly. I'll go through Roswell and I'm going to go to Florida eventually, but maybe I'll take a little detour and I want to find the mailbox that they stood against with the alien and go to that restaurant. See if I can find it. Why not? And then in the movie, <laughs> they bring up, um, I want to get this just right. Uh, at the end of the movie, uh, he needs to go, Paul, the alien, needs to go to the Devil's Tower National Monument, Bear Lodge Ranger District of Black Hills, um, Sundance, Crook County, Northeastern Wyoming. Oh, well, how many have seen Closing Hours the third time? I mean, yep. third kind. Oh, my gosh. That is the mountain that the aliens landed on. Well, it's correlated a little bit in this movie because they take a lot of other movies and integrate it into this plot. And then I started thinking, how many times am I going to get to Wyoming? I have clients in Wyoming. Mm, why not? Right? And I think my sister has um, uh, a second residence that I could go and visit her if she were. And then I started thinking, I wonder how many weeks it would take for me to go to Wyoming. I mean, like a week more. And all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, this is supposed to be a three-week trip. And I, and I, everybody, I will take my phone with me. I've got a computer. Yes, no one's going to be neglected. <laughs> I will do readings. And then I started realizing, oh, my gosh, my free will, my trip representing your life is to go to Coral Castle and come back. Of course, I'll visit my friends all the way, right? Do little groups or whatever. And I have people that want me to do that on the East Coast, but in Northern Eastern. So will I go there, but not this trip? And I started realizing this is a play like our our lives. We are here. We have a destination we want to go. But talking to you, talking about this earlier and myself, right? Not my own self. I realized, ooh, I want to see that sign 
of the alien next to the mailbox. I want to find that restaurant. Those are real places. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, how much is that going to delay my, my journey? Probably another week. Because you know I'm going to want to visit. I'm going to go to every little, you know, we women. I, I don't buy a lot. I just shop. I'm a window shopper. Maybe I buy little trinkets once in a while. Yes, I'm not cheap. <laughs> but I don't want too much stuff in my, my RV. <clears throat> and it plays just like our lives. I do have free will to create a longer trip. I have free will to explore other interests. I have free will to let other people direct me into a direction maybe I hadn't thought of before. I want to make you start realizing that every one of us on the planet has had free will. Ultimately, though, we have a destination. Is there a limited free will? Unfortunately, there is. And it's because the journey of which we're going from A to B may not have a lot of opportunities for you to divert your trip a long way. We're kind of clustered around. So many years ago, I'm a California girl, born in Northern, Southern California, and moved to Northern California after my father died. So it's always been here. And when I got married, my husband said, oh, you know, Let's, let's think about living somewhere else. I have a town, um, what do you call it, timeshare in <clears throat> Tucson, Arizona. Fell in love with the place, and we did buy a house and move. And it's because I could do this by phone. It was a great experience. Guess when we did this? 06 and 07. <laughs> we got there just in time for the recession. <laughs> oh, let me think. Was that supposed to be my destination? No, that was free will. Because at the time, I was so excited with the possibility that I had someone that wanted to live somewhere else. And we lived in Tucson, and we bought a second house in Sierra Vista, next door to Tombstone. Was that not fun? I worked a year there. I met Professor Gary Swartz. Anybody know the soul phone? He's the one inventing it. And he's the one that did the double-blind study that I, I did. No one... Um, that's the tough stuff where I can't see the client. I can't see any, hear any voice. I'm supposed to sit there and every spirit shows up. I'm supposed to talk about it. Well, I brought up his grandmother, the first client, and she was Samoan from Hawaii. And she was large and bald headed and whiskers on her chin. And I passed and Professor Gary Swartz was so pleased. So then I realized, let me see, I lost two houses, but I got to meet Professor Gary Swartz when I lived in Sierra Vista. So was that a mistake? Because I felt uneasy. Was it a diversion of the true destiny? But I was supposed to meet him because I was a participant in the validation of survival. That's amazing. Validated me as a person, but yet, I felt uncomfortable. Why? Because it was a choice of an experience that I could have, but it was never going to take away from an ultimate goal of doing the show with Shar and doing this with groups and having a friend, uh, Karen Rossi, and doing something else. Those things have always been locked in. How do I know? Because the people I have read me saw this 25 years ago. Well, so it seems like we have free will to divert our trip. 
if you make a big one like me, I end up back in California because I was ill. I didn't know it. And the stress of the moves and everything, the Graves disease really flared up and it caused some other issues with me. So, you know, we all have problems. And as you get older, those problems will creep into your life. There's a gal, and I'm going to mention her name, Carmen. I love this girl. I've been talking to her family. She met me in Sacramento, Madison and the freeway. She lived in downtown Sacramento and her family had been talking to me. And she came to visit me at one of those psychic fairs, 20, 25, maybe 23, 25 years ago. And I told her, oh, her mother brought her. Yes, mother knew about me. So um, I told her something uncomfortable about her marriage. Um, I told her I saw her back in Puerto Rico. I saw her open a restaurant with pink tiles in front on the floor, a two-story square. And she remember the Mongolian restaurant idea, the big, flat, round cooking. Mm -hmm. I said I saw her making those like a sub sandwich. And guess what? This year she found the building right wow. on the beach, just like I said, on the particular side of the island. And it had um, been red tile at one time. And she says, Nancy, I've been looking. And this is she told me this maybe two years. It's not just this year because she's working with it. And the building was a square, not real big, but square. And the, the steps going upstairs had been removed by the owner because they were metal and they had rusted. Uh, the tile, big Spanish piece tile, you know, Spanish tile, were in the front, but had been blown with sand over it. It had a big window where you walk up to order and a big space inside where the cook was. So you could walk in and just order and walk out. And one day she walked by the building and she happened to look up because she likes beach. She looked up and noticed it was two stories. And she went to the front and she brushed off the sand. And guess what was underneath the sand? Pink stones, tile stones. She says that her son who's 28 was three years old. Oh, so it was 25 years ago. I told her something that was going to happen 25 years ago. She got divorced. She got married. Um, she met, met a man from another, uh, I don't know, it was Cuba. He came from Puerto Rico. <clears throat> Puerto Rico, I think. And they lived and moved from California to Florida. And she said, it's such a big change in my life. I'll never get to Cuba. I met mean, Puerto Rico. Well, the Puerto Rican um, is important because her family's own property there. And there's a lot of um, big family. And so she always wanted what they would call go home. Mm -hmm. She made it. And now she has found the business. And it happened that I told her when her son was three years old. She could never get away from the potential of getting her desire. I want to bring up a movie called The Secret. And it's called The Secret because The Secret tells you how to manifest and live your life to your greatest benefit. Uh, learn how to manifest your desires. Live your life to the fullest and to, to you to get your life the way you want it. And of course, if you don't know the end result of your life, you'll go into it with the man idea of manifesting, creating the life you want. I encourage you to watch it. Look it up on YouTube, everybody. It's there. I, I think it's there. And I have it on DVD. So a friend from Texas 
um, has been watching it and is telling me he's going to win the lotto, and I believe him. It's because he's already seen the house that he will buy after the money comes in. And this is somebody like you and me. We don't have the millions of dollars. But he found the house. I don't know how he's, he's brilliant, but if someone says, Nancy, you're going to win a million dollars, find the house, you're going to, I go, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm not that clever. <laughs> but the idea is that we can manifest. I want you to think about this. So 25 years ago, I told Carmen, Carmen, you're going to get to go back to Puerto Rico. Your husband's going to go with you. And I mentioned that her brother will help her run the restaurant. He's a cook. He can do this. He's, you know, he's uh, at the time now he's single, so he'll be able to do this and go forward in his life somewhere else. And remember, that's family. So he's excited to start his life. So the owner of the building is going to put the steps in the back going up, and she'll be able to utilize the top floor for all her product. What a wonderful story. And she called me up and we're talking. She says, Nancy, you won't believe this. I found that house with the business on the beach with the pink tile. And I says, does it feel like you want to scream and shout? She says, I want to slap you. <laughs> she want to shake you. How can you do that? And I said, because it's so important on your timeline that this life you are to have this. Was it last lifetime you didn't get to? Or is it this experience of running a business on the beach? I can't take that from her. I would never do that. If I get something spontaneous, I go, oops, look at that. In this life, when I told her that, she was married to someone who would never leave California. And she, now, Carmen, I know you're going to hear that. She mocked me. <laughs> I go, well, well, <laughs> I can't help what I saw. And I told her that. Now, it's also scary for me. And all these years, people say, what do you think about this? And I go, well, I'm very humble. It's very scary. And I take this very serious because in some ways, a lot of you will live on every word I say. And some of the kids will call me. Well, you told us me this man's going to show up. Where do I go? And and what does he do for a living? And do you have a name? <laughs> I go, I'm a visual. I can tell you what it looks like. When he shows up, then he can tell you his name. And then they call me up and say, okay, I've done this and that. I feel like I'm in now. How do I find him now? I says, you're asking me every move to make. Are you wanting me to live your life? I can't live my life sometimes. Can you imagine me living 10, 20, 30 people's lives? The burden is too big, everybody. I like living my life. In fact, I like the idea that I have some free will. Maybe I don't want to know everything because it's a surprise and the excitement of knowing that there are choices that maybe they're not on the path of hard and true. Some people, and I know everybody, look at me, raise my hands here. I know that some of you say, God, some people live their lives and it's kind of like everything falls in their lap. Everything is just perfect. And now look what they are. Where you tell me, oh, you're my life. Oh, fudge. It's just like, I, no matter what I do, I'm going to stub my toe. And you say those things to me. Yet, is there not something to be said of us picking a life and saying, geez, that looks fun. It's going to be a heck of a journey. I'm going to get beat up all the way, but look at the end of my life. It's going to be fabulous. I can't imagine we would pick a life so hard. But yet, I do this and I love it, everybody. Every day, it's an experience. If I talk to someone new, I get so excited. I, I say things like, oh, new meat. <laughs> but yet... The thrill of the excitement of 
joining with someone's soul. That is an honor, and I love it. That's scary. No, I, I'm tactful, as tactful as I can be. I have had a lot of life. When I was a telephone company, I was a staff for a long time, very quiet. They put me through all these courses, and the first thing they said was take Toastmasters. Wow, that was wonderful. And then I got into this after business and marketing. It seems like, hmm, did that just roll into place? Yet my life has been difficult. But look at the rewards of the difficulty pushing me in the direction of something I love this much. Most people don't even have careers that go 32 years. I'm working on 30, 33 years in May, May 4th. How many people would say that on the heels of 24 years of Pacific Bell? <laughs> Let me add that up, everybody. <laughs> but when you do follow the urge that the universe picks up and says, this feels really good to go this direction. Synchronicity is a hand. Things are falling together. You are clearly, firmly on your path. But if something comes up and the girlfriend says, let's go to Tahoe to go gambling, everybody, and you get that, mm, no, don't go if that's what you want to do. Maybe you get there. And the $100 you thought you would take, I'm a big gambler, you can tell. <laughs> $100, you lose it and get home. And guess what? The electric bill is $100 more than when you thought it would be. Well, you still had fun, I hope. Was it a spontaneous, let's get the bags of clothing together and get the high heels out. We're going to see a show and go gambling. Listen, I wouldn't want you to miss that in the world. Not on your life. I would never want to tell somebody they couldn't have fun. And my kids have learned that. I said, please have more fun than I did. Generational. You know, when I was raising kids, we were horse and people and runners. That's that's what we did for fun. So both my kids go places all the time. And they learn from us. What is it something they should do or would do? No, they're trying to live this life fully. By living fully, the agreement of you being in the flesh is fulfilled. If at the end of your life you go, hmm. I wish I'd seen Avatar at the at the big theater. <laughs> I mean, the second one, first one, or second one. What's that called? The big screen. Um, big screen. IMAX. 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 Yes, yes. Do those things that you are able to do. Yes, everything can cost money. Everything is now. My electric bill went double. <laughs> I was Larry, my husband. Look at this. <laughs> it's terrible. <clears throat> yes, times are tough. Absolutely. But you still can live and be alive. And the most innocent of things that we can do that won't interfere with our destiny, our predestination of this life and why he chose it, is very simple. Is like, do you have a, a river near you? Go to the beach and go to the shoreline mm -hmm. and walk without any shoes on. Or take a pet. You know, sometimes I just walk over to these silly cats of mine bury my face and give them a love and a kiss and the little tails just go oh mother loves me love me love me love me the little tails are wiggling silly old cat it gives me pleasure now i'm a woman what's that cat lady the oh i do have that cup cat lady of the year oh is it reverse i can't see cat lady um it says local woman named cat mother of the year i get a lot of pleasure out of that believe it or not um i do like to i have a lot of things i like to do including getting on the video with you kids and enjoying sharing information because that's what this is all about. Yes, we can get nitty gritty and go down the path of what's important for you in a reading, but learning about this is what we're doing. I'm trying to look at, get back on track here. <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm talking about things. Oh, oh, next topic. 
when I'm talking about the trip to Florida and I'm taking all these diversions, see the movie, Paul, you all understand it was fabulous, silly, great. The alien is wonderful. Uh, Seth Rogen, I think, I have pronounced his name. He's fabulous. He couldn't have picked anybody else with a great voice. <clears throat> I've talked about this before, but we want to speak to it now. So someone comes up and he said to me, um, I want a reading. I want you to tell me about my next job change or my next man that comes in my life. Uh, where do you think I'm going to move to? Just kind of like those are questions that come up a lot. My business, okay? Business stuff. And at one time, at my first book, I wrote what I, my interpretation of what time looks like. And as time is coming toward, as we're living our life each day, is unused time. So I took it to be a tight, tight, um, cordy looking. Every aspect of our life, every thought we have, every action that we take is unused time. We haven't used it yet. So you envision the cords of all the interests of our life, our parents, our kids, um, our best friends, our house, car, everything has a thread. Everything is connected um, mm -hmm. in time by proximity of everything else we, we do. Um, so it looks like a broom. So the front of the broom, which is wood, is time unused. It's hard to get in time. And I wiggle, I move through time and people say, oh, I've been in business 32 years, so maybe I'm doing something right. As we live the day, it flares out behind us. So I can go in time in reverse, look at spit, and yeah, it's all there, right? So if I'm going forward in time, it's unused. Hmm. If you ask me a question, and I go back to somebody who came to me, I mentioned this before, um, I will get new stories as soon as I start listening to all the <laughs> tapes. Two little girls came to me, and they were a couple, and they want to know where their lives were going. And I saw them retiring in 35 years. <laughs> and they were going to get to live in a wooden house, northeast side of the North Fork, Virginia, or the North Fork River in Virginia. One of the girls saw a ball in her eyes out. Oh, God, what did I say? And she said, Grandpa told me I can, he's going to give, leave the house to me. I'm going to inherit it. And you just described it where it was located, where it is located. And I'm going, I could have been really right or really wrong. So I never judge information. If you get into this, everybody, you cannot judge. You get the information, you repeat it. And we, I talked afterward and, and I says, how does that make you feel? She says, so comforted. I says, I want you to take it one more step you get to retire. You are going there. If you travel to Europe, I think I saw her going to Spain in the future from that point. I says, you'll be getting on a plane to go to Spain or wherever this trip was. And you know, you're going to get back because I saw you retiring in the house you're going to inherit from grandpa. <gasps> oh my gosh. No matter what she does, she gets to retire because I saw the end result in her world. It's not the job that was important. It was the comfort of her aging and would she be happy? And she's going to be happy in the house that grandpa left her. That's her destiny. What she does when she's there, it's up to her, right? So everybody, I want, to, I want you to think about things like that. So when you have a sense of the future, allow it to be part of your consciousness if you want something, start manifesting. If it's meant to be, you'll see the signals, the signs, synchronicities, things happening to bring it to you. You've got to pay attention. So I want to go back to what I've just said. Every one of us has intuition. 
how you build that up, how you let it incorporate into your everyday life determines how strong your hits will be, whether it's a good thing for you to do this or not. Remember, even if you have an experience that's not good, it was for your experience to have the experience. I said it twice, right? Mm -hmm. It was your opportunity to have that experience. We cannot do wrong here. Everybody will mess up. I did like losing two houses. Tough. <laughs> Tough on the savings account, let me tell you. But it was the experience because I got to meet Professor Gary Swartz. And he's the one um, that tests the, the psychics, the mediums rather, and he's the one that developed the TV series, The Medium. And he tested me, double blind, triple blind, I think they called it. Um, tough. You know how I got through it? I didn't care. I said, a spirit person's going to show up or they're not going to show up. And I've always told people I cannot tell authenticity. People look at me and they go, you're really, I have pictures of me as a teenager and I'm very dark. And I remember people saying to me, what are you? <laughs> I don't know. My grandmother's Indian. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So as, as I talked, this larger, dark, rounder, bald, whiskers on her chin lady came up and I knew she's bald because she had a big straw hat on and she took it off. I saw her bald head and she put it on my head. And I guess behind me, Professor Gary Swartz was step, uh, sitting next to the young man. If you go to my website at nancymats.com, the very front part, I he has moved his websites around. I had I was smart enough to copy and paste the entire page. So if you go all to the bottom, you'll see all the ones he tested. I'm the last one. And then under that is how what he wrote up about me, but the young man whose grandmother died of cancer was sitting there. And um, it was quite an experience. So was that something I chose to experience and lose two houses? Or was that part of my predestination is to meet Professor Swartz? and prove to this young man that there's life after. I'll go that. So much, I, I'm never going to be different. The people are, spirit people are going to show up and they're going to be there or they're not going to be there. I can't sweat it. Mm -hmm. So that gift, this what I can do will never change. Right? So then I would also say of the people that I met in Tombstone, Arizona, and my working next to the military base, at Sierra Vista. And the kids that came to visit me, one was a young man who's worried about his brother who was already in Iraq. And I says, he will be come back and be damaged, but he's going to be open up his motorcycle or motorbike garage that he wants to work on. He will be able to do that. And he says, oh my God, how do you know? Because I saw pictures, right? And the other one that came in that I remember so clearly was a young woman who, young woman who brought, came in and the military fellow she brought in was put together, but he had been blown up. I went, gosh, this is not going to be fun. <laughs> I went, Oop. and he said to me, make her think of me before we left at breakfast. So I repeated. And then I said to her, he tells me he was blown up. And then she quirked it real quick. She says, I picked up the pieces and took him back to camp. And he wants her not to remember those last. And as she started thinking of him at breakfast, he mended himself back together. 
was all my journey to go see our vista right at the time of <laughs> right at the time of the recession not so much yes it helped to help the young man that gary swartz had me read and betty afterward or carol one of the names was it maybe because of the military kids that came to visit me we'll never know what impact you have at the moment you do something and every one of us have looked back and go you know something did happen but then something else happened and now i wonder if that's why i chose this life you cannot minimize how important your life is until you're old enough to look back and reflect that it's important. And so predestination versus free will, both of them work. Do we have a lot of free will? I'm not sure. I, I want to say yes, because it feels like it sometimes when the choice isn't right. I'll, I want to tell you a real quick one. When I lived in Roseville, California, um, I know most of you won't know this intersection, Kirby and Foothills Boulevard. <clears throat> I was going to cut across town to, to visit a friend. And there was this little 7-Eleven that I had to pass to go further. And as I come up on it, rarely stop there. I mean, rarely, but, uh, you know, once in a while. It said in my head, get a hot dog. Well, <laughs> I love hot dogs. But I really wasn't in the mood because I wanted to get going. And I know Charlotte must, must know where I'm talking. So I came up to the, I came up to it and passed it, went around the bend, and the arms for the train came down, and I ended up sitting there for a half hour. Don't you think I would have rather been in the gas station, a little gas station, 7-Eleven, getting a hot dog? My people were telling me, get a hot dog. And I'm going, it's my free will not to have a hot dog. I don't want a hot dog. I should have had my hot dog. I want you to start trusting every time you get something that pops into your head. If you get that, no, don't do this. Why don't you pay attention to that? Because only by doing that often, every day if possible, you're getting to a place where you're starting to trust your timeline. You're starting to trust that groove of the path that you are going on. If you feel like you're stepping up out of that path and you're kind of diverting, would you get kind of like, don't, 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 don't? Or was it, I was supposed to get the hot dog because they wanted me on my path and not be frustrated for the train that came by. I don't know. Why not? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go to uh, Roswell and go find that mailbox. That is part of my trip. Mm -hmm. Going to Montana, have to get on the trip. I won't go another week. <laughs> I'll have people like you guys yelling at me. Where are you? And uh, my husband will have to take care of the cats while I'm gone. So I don't want to impose on him like much. Because I try to be considerate. Everybody. Um, see, I, I did write a lot of notes here. So all those things I'm talking about are wrong. I mean, is there, I mean, for what I'm understanding on, from what I'm understanding on what you're saying, we can control our own destiny by, by, by putting these positive things in our heads and following through, right? Or, or, or even sit yeah, down yeah. with a notepad and make a note of the things that, 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 that you want to do. And, you know, and, and uh, just we all have wishes. Okay. We all have wishes, wants, and, and desires. Right. But a lot of us, I type and write notes all the time, clients and just all the time. And I study a lot online. <clears throat> so when it comes to writing a diary or a list, it's really hard. 
But in my life, I've always had a destination. If I, and that includes what we're doing, Sharp, all this here. If I don't divert from the, what I consider that mode, I feel the difference. In my life, I want to accomplish, I would like to do these eight books. So it's mm -hmm. up to me to create an audience. Mm -hmm. If I keep on here, I'm really comfortable. If I say, no, I don't think so, I'm pulled right back. It's that pull, the spirit people, the angels, whoever is helping to say, we're not done with you. You know, I could have died a half a dozen times. And I talked to a friend recently, Sue Coop, and we said, God, they just don't want you, Sue. And she said the same about me. We're not supposed to die and leave this mortal coil, this piece of weaky, icky meat jacket until you're done with what you uh, want to do or agree to do. Now, I don't want someone to write me nasty letters that a teenage son got killed. And we've had so many killings. I don't have those answers. Maybe, maybe it was supposed to be a short life. I don't even like thinking that. I have people and friends in my life. And I just... Um, Mm -mm -mm. I have clients that talk to me about their spirit children. No, no, I don't have those answers. I know I'm talking to the ones who have the choice to, oh, I'm off the camera. <laughs> am, I, am I being recorded or am I gone? There, I'm back. Okay, everybody. Um, I don't have all the answers. I'm glad. And I'm glad I'm not giving you every little tidbit of how you do your life when I do a prediction. If I tell you you're going to meet somebody, you are going to meet, no matter how hard you try, you are going to meet that person. You could think you're going to mess up, screw it up. Is that all right if I say blah, blah, blah? Mm. Because if it's on your time, I'm going to see it. How you get there is your choice. So I'm going to use examples. Someone is job hunting, bouncing back and forth, can't find where they're going to end up. So the call is, did I screw it up yet? No. If I saw him on your timeline, he's going to show up. What you do with it when he shows up is your choice. Mm. But their job hunting, jobs jumping, doesn't mean anything. Those are the free will choices. See, you can do stay in one job until you find the perfect one, or you can jump around and waste a lot of time and eventually show up at the right one. I would suggest that we learn how to manifest better. The secret is a good place to start. And I call obsession. Um, let me think, is there something I want right today? Um, I can't even think. Um, okay, someone out there wants a new car. It looks like a small sedan. And when you start thinking you want one, it feels like someone in the chat room is thinking about car, small car. And all of a sudden you see uh, that small car on the road everywhere. I guarantee you, oops, sorry everybody, that if you start thinking of that car every day, I want to manifest an opportunity for me to have that car. It may take 30, 45 days as in the secret. It may take a couple months, but you will end up with that car. I'd be curious who it is in the room. So if I manifest, I want to take a trip to Florida and see the Coral Castle, will I get it? Absolutely. Just try to figure out how to get there, how to do these shows, make it work. Can't take my backdrop, so it'll be in the RV or something, but that will make it happen. So manifesting is another part of our life how do you use your life how do you are you using your life are you enjoying yourself life is life and you'll come back you'll say i've had people tell me i don't want to come back i don't want this life i don't like life and i mm -hmm. says the minute you get over there a few years later you're gonna go hmm, 
you know what I miss? I miss a hug. I miss holding, um, I'm a sucker for, for aftershave. So my husband gets ready for us to go out and I hug him. I go, aftershave, oh, right? You get a hug. That's what we're here for is love. And it's corny to say, what's the purpose of life? It's learning how to give love and receive love and exploring what it feels like to be in dense meat jacket, the thickness and the heat of who we are. I tell you, I enjoy my coffee more than, and it's, it's weak coffee. It's not even strong. I drink half and half with cream and sugar. My daughter says, mom, you get hot water. You just wave a <laughs> coffee bean over the top of it. It doesn't matter. It smells good. That's life to me. I enjoy the little things. Um, I want to go on my list one more time. Uh, oh, this is an important one. So how many of you have struggled to decide to have children or not? I think this is an important thing. These, there's many people in my world who say to me, I, I've lost children. I don't want to have any more children. And I says, well, maybe the experience of losing a child was exactly what was meant to be because now you don't have to raise a child but if there was a child that that woman I have some in my mind completely here that was meant to be a child and you decide not to that child will show up at the time it was meant for you to have emotional instruction and i have on here um if you choose not to have your own biological child whether you adopt or as an older adult a young person seeks you out so those of you who are in business or industry or an entrepreneurial kind of person, a person comes to you and says, you know, I always admire you. I adore how you do things. Would you mind tutoring me or helping my path? Guess what? That child might've been yours. That's the one where you need to be that parent. And so these young people will always come into our lives somehow. They won't come through your body. They'll find somebody else to go. And the educational level of the emotional development for that child that you give them was exactly what they needed at the time they needed. So I want you to, I say to kids, how many, someone calls me session, I write down, I says, in this lifetime, do you have children? And I always hear this, um, <laughs> I says, it was your choice. Do you have chill, children in this lifetime or not? And so they'll give me the children's names. So I word it like that because this is our lifetime choices uh, to have the child or not and experience that. Now, when I was getting married in 67, um, a Catholic marriage, it was kind of expected to have children. But I wonder, I would never, if, if, and it's unfair that God lets us live life and we learn our lessons. We can't go back and start over. But in reality, I would never not want to have the kids because now those kids have children. Mm -hmm. That was their choice. I never put it on them. But you know the expression, if you raise children to be self-independent children that can live their own life, you've done your job. So I don't look at this as a bad time, though I do believe uh, we choose a time frame. So I came earlier than most of you, <laughs> most of you are alive. Um, so the, uh, what would you, how would you know if you complete this lifetime contract of experiences? Well, then I'm going to point to Char because I did a past life regression here for oh, her. That's right. And we experienced, yes, we experienced her as a man, uh, not in the wilderness. I think he was in a Western era that he wanted to be a successful rancher. He never quite got it. Mm -hmm. He never finished it, but he, he obtained the level of saying, I did this, yay. And unfortunately those years they didn't have penicillin or anything. And 
unfortunately he died at a young age. So she brought this energy forward in this lifetime mm-hmm. of accomplishment. And she'd been to school, she was a reporter, and this is the brat that I had to put up with when I was doing this uh, six years of cemetery tours in Sacramento, a little cocky thing. She comes in and goes, oh, I think this is, both. well, guess what? After the first night she was hooked and then she got yeah. investigations and she followed me around a little puppy, like, tell me more, tell me more. She's the kid maybe I was supposed to have, who knows? Um, See, take it major. Okay, so this is more or less I've already talked about. Um, can't, oh, I want to talk about this. So we talk about children. We talk about predestination. You want? I want you to make sure that you understand that with whatever presumed free will, you take something and it puts you in Tucson, Arizona, at the beginning of the big recession. That's that's okay. But remember, maybe I was supposed to be there and meet Professor Gary Swartz. In the big picture, I'm not talking about people who murder people. I'm not talking about people who accidentally kill their children. I don't want to talk about that because that's hard for me to hear because I was a mom, right? Um, You cannot mess up because in your afterlife, you're going to go, well, that was fun. Maybe I'll go back with that person and try and see if we can do a better job because there is no ending. There is none. I've been talking to spirit people a really long time. And I'm always amazed and I tell people, did you know? And so sometimes I've been able, I've been offered opportunities to talk on other shows and they want me to talk about demons and the angels of warfare and things of hell. And I go, gosh, I've never seen that. Why haven't I seen a hell? I don't know. I don't see demons either now. I see spirits that are ghosts. I've seen ghosts become insane are our demons very possibly so it's it's how we look at things and how we have a perception of our lives and so <clears throat> you cannot mess up well the ghost messed up the one that went insane messed up because their life was so unsatisfactory they were so disappointed in themselves they couldn't move on topic for another show always remember and i'm trying to say this so you can get it uh, intuition, if it feels right, you're on your path, great. If you feel like you've stepped out of your path and it feels like I should have got that hot dog, <laughs> then you want me frustrated, kind of start trusting that. That's how I got it. I, I've always been this way. I was born this way. And I remember many times not trusting. And now I understand. And when they, I went to Spirit of Grace, um, Universal Christ of the Master, Citrus Heights, Sylvan Corners, anybody in California, that's where I was. Um, and I started there in 90. And when they said, oh, you're a psychic medium, I can't remember looking up and going, oh, so that's what's been wrong with me all my life. I've been, what, a psychic? Oh my goodness. I didn't even believe in all this. You know, I just wasn't raised to believe in reincarnation. What an eye opener for me, right? Um, stress of making decisions. Uh, that was the topic I should have spent a little bit more time on, and I'm running out of time. I got four minutes. Actually, um, that's more than that because I, I was gabbing too long, so I'm giving you nine minutes. Nine minutes? I'll give you an extra five, yeah. Okay. As we get older, maybe as young people too, it seems like I get ladies that are 50, 60, 70 years old, and they have to make a decision. And we find that as we get older, it's a little harder because we don't have a lot of time to make mistakes. And I want you to go to a place of realizing decisions 
is what makes our life worth living. Donna Vasquez, a friend of mine, died February 2001. And one time I went to her and I was in a love relationship, everybody. And we do, we fall in love and it was pretty tough. I can talk and help you, I can't help myself. I'm actually kind of blind sometimes. I get that small intuition, I don't sometimes get the bigger picture. And I told her, I said, I, if I know my decision had been so um, wrong, if I'd known it had been so hard, I would not have done it. And she looked at me and she said, I'd rather you make the wrong decision than to make no decisions and your soul wouldn't have grown. And that is absolutely true. Only through adversity and failure do we learn the value of life and the thrust of wanting more life and to go forward with life. So if you mess up, you go, well, chuck that sucker up. <laughs> I won't do that one again. And, and say, that's life and that's my choice and that's what I did. I'm not talking about you somebody murder somebody. Let's not go into the, I don't want letters, everybody. I'm talking about normal life, everyday situations. Um, I did want to talk about the stress of making decisions. And the, the movie, the, um, the Secret, if you write down what you want and you think about it over and over, and if it feels like you move in the right direction, then I want you to trust it. I, I'm not saying you should move to Nome, Alaska and hope that the f uh, close encounters of the fifth time will happen. I didn't say that. If you want to move, make sure that you go there first and have a job lined up. Don't do reckless. Just have fun and know that you chose this life for the life experience of being in a eat jacket and live and hug and love. And um, I've never been one for, um, I'm not a foodie. Uh, there's kind of people that eat to live and I, I, or live to eat. And I've never really enjoyed it. But it's amazing to me the number of spirit people that talk to me and say, and remember, I drink coffee and I do like it, uh, that they miss eating. And I found that really curious. Uh, over the years, it seems to be they, I'm not saying everybody's Italian, but it seems to be some foods that come up more and more. And I think as a spirit person, am I missing out because I don't eat out at restaurants a lot or I'm not a great cook? In fact, I really don't, <laughs> at this age, I don't like it. As I said, I raised kids in the first marriage. I cooked three meals a day and, you know, Friday night, dad would get the pizza and he was the hero. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> to find out what your passion is, if you want to learn to rollerblade, when I turned 50, uh, my daughter and I went, got tattoos on our toes. And it was in celebration that I didn't die from cancer when I, uh, when I was uh, 39. I made it to 50. If you want to celebrate a wonderful experience in your life because you were alive and you lived or you survived cancer, get that tattoo, kids, and be alive. I hope I covered this as well as I, I hope I made it amusing. Remember, I told you uh, the Secret and Paul. I always try to do these talks with a movie or two to kind of, you know, prove a point. And not prove a point, but enjoy a point. All right. Your turn, Angela, Char. Angela would like to know what your favorite food to eat is. Your favorite thing My to favorite? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, I do like granola breakfast. Uh, get it at the Costco at Double Bag. It's um, the guy with the little hat. Um, it's granola, raisins, and almonds. I like that for breakfast a lot. And, and uh, 
she had a question earlier too that I, I was kind of wanting to ask about that too. You know, when you talk about the little voice in your head wanting you to go yeah. get the hot dog, um, Angela had mentioned like something like left hand itch as well. Uh, my mother <laughs> used to talk about that, right? My mother used to talk about that when she would, her, her palms would get itchy and she'd go to the casino and win. I think she associated winning with right. that itch. So right. at some point in the past, that happened. When right. I get a hit to do something or do something, I actually feel pushed. I actually get a push feeling. So my intuition is more of an action mm -hmm. uh, versus an itch. Because if I were driving down the street and I saw the 7-Eleven, I could have had a hot dog. My hand wouldn't have itched. I was pushed. Like, you should go there. And I wouldn't right. know. So I, I think we all get it a certain way. Um, yeah. Some people talk to me about how they feel spirit showing up. Uh, right. When I first started, I remember feeling on the left side. Now they just show up and stand in front of me. Like, <laughs> you know, after a while, it kind of loses that. So you go past the point. And I want to go with, that's a good question. People ask me how we do this. And I, I was born this way. And I think what Spirit of Grace, Citrus Heights, California, being there every Friday for 15 years, is that I learned to turn it on and turn it off. When I get a push, I'm not turning that on. That's our spirit people talking. That's my higher conscience. Whoever is helping or being in charge, not in charge, but, oh, she's going to get frustrated with that train. Let me just push her to the gas station. No, I don't want to stop. Well, then I sat there for a half hour. I should have had a hot dog. And I learned that I should have paid attention to the inside voice or that push. Oh, go over there. No, wait a minute. Maybe you should. Mm -hmm. um, I've saved myself from a real bad accident by trusting that. And that was on what avenue? And I went into another. I had just had my nails done. Little nail shop, little strip thing. And I walked next door to another little 7-Eleven. There's all over the place in Watt Avenue in Sacramento. And when I came out to the car, I pulled the car out, back up, and pulled it. And something said, stop. And I stopped. And I heard noise coming down the street, sirens. And I tried to go forward, and I couldn't. And the guy in the state, you know how you walk in and there's a little counter? And I looked over at the guy, and he goes, <laughs> and I went back. I didn't move. I just sat there. So the police were chasing the bad guy. Guess where he pulled in? What avenue? he come? It was right in front of the entrance to um, McClellan. Anybody knows that? He comes into the parking lot. He loses control. He swirls around, and he ends up right in front of me. Looks at me, blue-eyed guy. And then the police go, Whoa. I was right in the middle of it. Guess what? What if I pulled forward? Hearing the sirens, I stop. He would have come and lost control, twirled around, mm -hmm. and smacked me right in the side. That happened. And that was in 92. And that was a big deal. So I've given you, you could look it up. I, you know, police chase. He was arrested. There were three cop cars chasing him. And that happened. And it saved my life. I've been in here two years, just long enough to start trusting. It was fabulous. I went and told, you won't believe what happened to me. <laughs> it's like you hear that, oh, my God, I'm going to pay attention to that. I hope you guys all had fun. Was there any other questions? Angela, in answer to your question, I would go to the casino. I'm not, that's just something my mother always said, itchy palm, itchy hand. 
or you know well that's that's how she got it yeah that's manifesting money if you if you're if you're if your left hand is itching go to the casino go 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 okay so she's talking about receiving money is how so somewhere in the past she got money they put it in her hand and her hand itch so she now allows her spirit people to say if something happens to your left hand that's how you know so we all get signals in our own way i had a client and she this is amazing sorry everybody got the cord here um she would get answers on license plates and the cars ahead of her so she would be home we would talk or she would have a question she'd get a car to go somewhere and whatever car pulled up was in front of her she would read the license plates and she claimed she would get her answers i go uh <laughs> i'm gonna base my <laughs> my future on someone accidentally pulling up in front of me. well why not People look at the clocks as 11, 11, and it gives them an answer. Or astrology or numerology, and gives them an answer. However you get the answer and you trust it, that's how you mm -hmm. get your answers. I just do it differently. And I have respect for anybody that does it any different because just because I don't go there doesn't mean I don't believe in it or I don't mm -hmm. trust you. Anything else? Hang on a sec. Yeah, just because it was itching last night, Angela, it's not too late. It's just telling you to go. <laughs> Okay. You, you if that if that's what you trust if you yeah. win please wonderful pay it forward to somebody else Credit. if you lose don't call me up because i said you trust your instincts <laughs> i don't want your life mike are you still out there in the chat room whom this mike just hang on a second i always thought it was a guardian angel helping Absolutely. If that's like, how you, you trust chat, it. Shoot me an email and then we'll take you out. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do about you, an answer for you. Okay. Just shoot me an email. Okay. Anyway, I get to go small now. So I actually enlarge it so I can read your comments. There we all are. <laughs> um, Sunday. I'm going to be reading. Always sure reading. Thumb right? up, everybody, if you enjoyed this. Okay, yes. go ahead. Yeah, give us a thumb up. We're looking for love. We're looking for love. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm going to be reading like always, and then uh, that's at six thirty, and then Monday I'll be live, and we're going to have a gentleman uh, named Javier Morales who's going to be talking about cryptids. We love talking about weird weird creatures, so he's going to be on to join us to talk about cryptids. So that'll be Monday, and then Sunday as usual is the read for that book. We're more than halfway through that book now, and uh, I don't. Annalisa sent me an email today about reading an unholy structure, and that one's the next one up. So, as soon as we wrap up the Salem book, Ooh, we're going to do unholy structure. Unholy structure? Yeah. The name of the book. Scary feels. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. And uh, again, if you're watching from Facebook and you haven't done so already and you like what you heard and saw, please be sure to follow and send us some hearts and thumbs up and all that good stuff and show us some love same thing with youtube if you like what you saw and uh, you haven't subscribed yet please do so and show us some love show us some love and uh you can find me over at i'm trying to remember all these things i used to have them written down um you can find me on instagram well, write them down again <laughs> all my dumb dumb cards well um, i'm gonna say do you have them not written down, typed up? I below? have some of them written down, but then since I added, you know, TikTok and that, it kind of throws off the whole rhythm. Oh, TikTok is you good. need to update that, yeah. Yeah. It's easier Instagram. to read down the page here. Yeah. 
Uh, you can find me at Instagram under Ghosty Gal, all lowercase. You can find us at TikTok under California Haunts, all lowercase. And Twitter under Cal Haunts. You can find us. And we're even over at Twitch, and I believe we're Cal Haunts at Twitch as well. So uh, thank you, everybody, for coming. Thanks for coming tonight. And uh, hopefully by the next time we see each other, I'll have the Patreon set up to where we're going to be um, working with the Patreon. You know, be able to do some special things over there. But it is, like I said, it's, it's going to be a membership thing over there. So it's, it's going to be $4 per person to participate with the Patreon. But, I mean, there's benefits. So I'm going to make sure you guys, you know, know, know the benefits it, and everything. Yeah. And, and also in those um, conversations, if you touch base with Char, if you want me to talk about a particular topic or you want Char to have a guest or two, and we're trying to kind of broaden her guest ideas. Mm -hmm. So come up with ideas. And I'm coming yeah. over Friday night, so if you have something you want me to talk about, even if I've talked about it already, I think Char said I'm 49 or 50 shows with her so far. Wow. Yeah, right? help us How out. That I mean, if, there's, if there's guests, you know, if there's a certain guest you, you, you want to see on the show, let me know, and I'll reach out to, to them and, and, and get that going. Same thing, if there's a certain topic you want Nancy to talk about, let me know, and uh, we'll do it. You know, it's, 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 it's just what it's how we do it. But, I mean, we've been doing yep. this. This is almost four years now, you know, and <laughs> we're just plowing, just plowing through people and whatnot. You're going to start seeing a lot of repeat, some repeat guests coming through, which doesn't bother me. It's, you know, well, these are repeat are, are po popular. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. And sometimes yeah. you don't go back. I've been on this show with you for nine, eight or nine months, but mm -hmm. some of the guests she's had four years ago, most people don't go back four years to listen to a show. So we're bringing it back. So their life has refreshed and gotten more involved so the benefit is that oh, we talked that was on a couple of weeks ago i forgot that i was even on my show and i went i went to google him to get his you know to, to get his information and everything and he'd been on my show eight years ago so i mean you know <laughs> back when i was blog talk so i mean the oh, world has been wasted. yeah it goes way your back. kids don't have any idea that char and i i started blog talk in 07 and mm -hmm. i worked oh seven eight nine ten and eleven four or five years oh eight maybe were you oh seven when you started I was seven. in fact when i started there were only like four or five paranormal people on i think you started a year before me so did you start in oh seven like and i was in oh eight yeah yeah and so we were on yeah i was with you know we did it i did my own show and then i did a show with my sister bonnie and then i was on your show and then port orange paranormal so we have lot of years behind us that's why you know i really enjoy this so anyway i know it makes it more difficult to upload a show if it's more than an hour so no, is there it's not that bad. no it's not bad uh, the, only, the only way to, i'll explain that later on how that works mm -hmm. so if it's more than an hour it's fine it's not a problem mm -hmm. but it's a stream yard okay. thing where like in fact i had a question about this the other night why do i have pre-recorded videos over at youtube as opposed to doing them through StreamYard. StreamYard does allow you to have pre-recorded videos. The issue is that they have to be exactly an hour, an hour, an hour or less. Mm -hmm. So when I put my intro on the end oh, of the thing, you know, when I do the intro in the front and then put the credits in the back, that takes us over an hour every time. So that's why the pre-records are always on YouTube. Okay. Okay. So the live doesn't matter as much. I've... No, the live doesn't matter as much. Okay. <laughs> I, I have there. i yeah. do know it takes a everybody doesn't know how long it takes i've done this it takes a long time 
Well, yeah, and, I get done. Let's say, let's say I do an hour and a half. Say I do an hour and ten minute show, or an hour and five minute show. Mm-hmm. And then when I get off the of StreamYard, I have to download it to my laptop. I can either yeah. make corrections on it or just go with it. But then it has to go over to YouTube. And then depending on how many people are online, it could sound like the, like the last one I, I, I sent up to YouTube with a nice alien couple. With a nice alien couple. Um, that one only took about 10 minutes, 15 minutes to upload. But the one I did before with Mr. Mirza, that was an hour and a half to upload. Just Download, upload, yeah. So you, yeah, it depends on how backed up YouTube is for that particular mm-hmm. day, you know, or that time I'm doing it. So the the time can vary, but it can get time consuming, especially if something goes wrong. But uh, yeah, so that's why I know somebody was wondering about that the other day. Why why some of these are brought, you know, the the, the night show is broadcast specifically from YouTube as opposed to Facebook and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I said, we're gonna figure start figuring stuff out, and I think the Patreon's a good gig you know, to do that and give you guys early views and, and all that stuff. And I'm going to figure it out. It's coming along. All right. Well, I'm going to shut up now. It's okay. Friday night and uh, I will be back on Sunday to read to you lovelies. And then I will be back on Monday to talk cryptids with this gentleman. Ooh. And then we're going to, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. We're always have I a like time. cryptids. I like cryptids too, but I want to give some shout out to the chat room to Pamela. Angela was here. Marisa was here. Jen was here, and uh, Mike was here. And Mike, if you're still listening, like I said, shoot and me Karen. an email. And Karen was here. Yes, thank you. Shoot me an email, and I will t- I, I will take care of that for you. Okay? I promise. <laughs> I just was going to Thunder Valley. Was it Thunder Valley? Oh, woo! Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I, I've eaten lunch there. I, yeah. I just, you know, so anyway. Um, <laughs> it was a fun show. I hope everybody yeah. enjoyed it. So I'll let okay. you have Nancy's information before I sign off. And then, uh, yeah, Nancy and I will be discussing some stuff this weekend, especially where the patrons concerned and stuff. And uh, we usually talk about this stuff together because Nancy's on a learning curve and so am I. So, you know, we're, yeah. we're on a learning curve together for this stuff. So then we'll have yep. he- heavy discussions, heavy discussions. Okay. Have a good one, everybody. Thumbs up, everybody. Give us a thumbs up. Okay, bye. Websites, nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com with the N, M, and A caps. And you've got youtube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic with the N, M, and P caps. Help get me out of this funk is one of the books that Nancy's written. Two words, developing your psychic skills. And the unwilling sacrifice. And those can be gotten at neither Nancy's site or you can go to, dun, da, 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 drum, drum roll please. <laughs> drum roll please. <laughs> Amazon, amazon.com guys, okay? it's amazing how 10 seconds can just sit there sometimes okay anyway i want to thank everybody for coming tonight love you all remember to check out our youtube at youtube.com forward slash ampersand california haunts radio i'm sorry california yeah california haunts radio 
somebody, somebody, and then you know the worst is is like I got I got called into uh, do a password for someplace, and I hadn't had to do a password because it's all pre-done. You know when they'll come up, but I ended up on yeah. a different part of the place, and I'm like, I can't do a password for that, so forget it. Don't do that bad. All right, guys, see you on Sunday. Have a good one. Good night, everyone. <laughs>